פרק י"ג, משנה זין. מי שהלך למדינת הים ועבדה דרך שדהו, so what's the case? You have a guy who has a field, and his neighbors have fields surrounding his field, and the only way to get to his, to his field is through a path that he had that would cross through the neighbor's fields. So everything was fine and dandy, he would use the path every day, crossing through his neighbor's fields to enter into his field, but one day he goes overseas, and he comes back from his trip, and he finds that his path is gone. It got all messed up, and he doesn't remember where the path was, and none of the neighbors want to let him just walk through their field to get to his field. You know, they'll say, go use your path. He says, I don't know where the path is. It got messed up. I can't find it. So what happens? Admon Omer. Admon says, Yelich b'kitzara. What he could do is, Yelich l'sadeyu b'derech ha'kitzara. Go to his field with the shortest path that he could find. Kloymar. He, takes a, a, he makes a new path to get to his field, through his neighbor's fields, against the will of his neighbors. Right? He can only take the shortest path, right? But he could take it against his neighbor's will. So the neighbors will say, what do you mean? You know, your path is gone. You have no right to go through my field. But he could say, listen, my path was somewhere over here. So let me just enter. I'll take the shortest route. So Admon says that he can do that, and that's okay. He has to buy a new path, meaning, He has to go to his neighbors, buy, purchase a new path to enter through his neighbor's field to his field. Even if they want a hundred mana, which is 10,000 dinner, He's got to pay them tough, tough luck. Or a yifrach ba'avir, or fly in the air, hop onto a helicopter and get to your field. In other words, you know, this is your only choice, you got to pay for it. Or you could just, you know, jump in the air and somehow, somehow land there, uh, if he doesn't want to buy it. She's like, come, shechina, because his neighbors have the right, to hold them back, from entering into their fields. And the Gemara explains, like this, if this guy's field, he lost his path. Mukefes Sados was surrounded by fields. Shall Adam Echad of one guy, you know, one guy had, a, you know, tons of fields that surrounded his, his one field. And even the Chachamim will admit to Admon that this guy could just take the shortest path that'll get to his field through the neighbor's field against the neighbor's will. Why? Because because the path that he lost, I'll call upon him at the end of the day, he it's somewhere in the field. He doesn't know where, right? He doesn't know the, 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 the length of the, the path. Just take the shortest path, right? Meaning, if, the, if, if all the fields that surrounded his field were owned by one guy, so his path is somewhere here. He doesn't know where. So don't take the longest path, but you certainly have rights to the shortest path, because nevertheless, you do have the path there within this one neighbor who owns all these fields around your field. So there, even the Chum would admit, that he has the right, against the neighbor's will, to take a path, but let it be the shortest one. And if it was surrounded by fields that were owned by several different owners, then even Admon will admit to the Chachamim that he's got to pay for a new field. Why? Because each one of the neighbors could say, hey, your path was in that guy's field. And that guy will say, hey, your path was in that guy's field. So therefore, they could all defer him to the other neighbor. He'll never find his path. So there, even Admon would agree, he's got to pay for his path. So where is the Machlokas? In the following examples of the Machlokas, 
Originally, his field was surrounded by fields owned by several different owners, different neighbors. And he had a path to his field next to one of these, you know, neighbors' fields. When he went overseas, one of the neighbors got up and purchased the entire estate. One of the neighbors got up and purchased every single field that surrounded his field. And then when he came back from his trip, now he can't find his path that was supposed to go to his field. In this case, Admon will say, since the fields now are owned to one person, so the path that he had is somewhere over there. That means the path must be by this one guy. And therefore, you certainly have the right to go against his will and make yourself a path. But take the shortest path, because you don't want to take anything that wasn't due to you. But the Chum will say that now, either he has to pay for a new path or fly in the air to his field. Why? Because the owners of the fields can say to this owner that has, that's trying to get to his field, you know, the path guy, if you were, would have been, if you're quiet, then very good, mutav, it's good. You are okay with me buying all these fields next to your field, right? Uh, and therefore, you know, you can go ahead now and pay for a new path to get to your field. That's if you'll be quiet. But if you're not going to be quiet, meaning he's saying either shut up and pay, right? Or he's saying, if you're going to make a fuss, you know what I'll do? I'll bring back this sale document to all these field owners, right? We'll reach, we'll, we'll just go back on the sale. And then, you'll never be able to find, to claim your path in a court. Why? Because each one will push you off and say, hey, your path was that guy's, in, the, in that guy's field. And this guy will say, your path was in that guy's field. So therefore, you know, this owner now, can, he has the power to say, if you're not going to be quiet, I'm going to go back on my sale, and then you'll never be able to claim, reclaim your path, because each of us will say that your fi- path was in someone else's field, and you'll never get there. So just pay for the field, pay for the path now, and, uh, and then you'll get access to it. So that's why there's a machlokas here, the Chamim and Admon. It's only in this last case is there going to be the machlokas, where originally it was owned by several owners, he went away, and when he came back, it was owned by one owner. That's the machlokas. But otherwise, if it was always owned by uh, one guy, so even the Chum will admit to Admon, right? And if it was owned by s- several people, these lands, so then Admon will admit to the Chachamim, right? Then Admon will admit to the Chachamim, in their opinion. Okay. So with that, we'll hold it for Mishnah Zion. Let's do Mishnah Chatz. Mishnah Chatz. If a person brings a Shtarchov, a contract of debt on his friend, and says, hey, you owe me $100. You owe me, let's make it better. You owe me $10,000. Yeah. And the lower, the borrower, he takes out a Shtar Mechira, a sale of purchase. Shamachalo, that the lender, uh, uh, that the, the lender sold to him as a Sada, this field. Right? And you see there, and the date of the sale is after the date of the loan. Meaning, the lender lends 10 grand to the borrower, and the lender says, Hey, borrower, you owe me 10 grand. But the borrower, you know what he says? He says, Listen, I lost the receipt. He says, I paid you. I paid you up. I paid you that 10 grand already. But I can't find the receipt. But you know what I do have? 
I have a contract that you sold me a piece of property after the due date of the chov that I owed you. You went ahead and sold me property. So Admon says, Admon Omer, that the Lova has the right then, meaning the Lova could say, the Lova could say to the lender, to the, to the Malve, if I had owed you money for this Shtarchov that you're claiming I owe you 10 grand, you should have collected your money first. When you sold me the field and you received money from me for buying the field, you know what you should have done? You should have put that money towards the debt that I owed you. From the fact that you didn't take that money and put it towards the debt that I owed you, it must be that I paid you up already. That's the only reason why now you'd be going ahead and selling me a field, right? So it's a very good claim. The lender tells the live, you know, the borrower, you owe me 10 grand. The borrower says, listen, I lost the receipt, but I'm t- I promised that I paid you. And to prove it, you sold me land after the due date of the loan that I owed you, right? Why would you do that? Um, and, right, right, why would you do that? Must be that when I paid you for the land, you didn't apply that payment to the loan. The loan was paid for already. And now you're going ahead and selling me land. And therefore, that's my proof that I paid you back already. I don't have the actual receipt. I lost it. But the fact that I'm buying land after the due date of the loan that was owed to you, and you're not applying it to any previous loans that I owed to you, must be that I paid you back already, and now I just bought this field from you. The Chachamim say that the Lova has no tiny, he's got no claim. Why? The Chachamim will say that the lender was a smart guy. You know why he sold him the land? After the due date that the loan was due already. He because he was concerned. Maybe this Lovez is hiding his money. And then he will not find it. The lender will not find anything to collateral for this Lovez until he pays back his loan. So what did he do? He sold him the field. He received money for the purchase of the field so that the field is sold. So that now he can go ahead and take the field back as a mashkin, put a lien on it until he pays back his loan. It's a good chap. You know, I'm concerned that the lender is not going to pay me back. He's hiding his money. He's got nothing for collateral. I'll sell him a field. He'll pay for the field. And then when I say, give me my money, he says, oh, I can't pay you back. I'll take the field back as collateral. It's a great chap. So, and the Gemara explains that if they're in a place, they write the sale document. After the, the, the buyer gives money, that means he gives money, then they write the sale, the sale contract. Then Chacham are going to be moda to Admon, that the Lova has the right claim. Why? Because Sheilo Yechayev Lo, if he really owed him the money, then the Malve should have been Ma'akev, should have kept the money that he was paying for the uh, property as his Chov. And don't go ahead and write a Shtar Mechira now. What are you doing? Right? The Kivan Jakasav, since the seller, the, the, the lender, the lender, aka seller, went ahead and wrote a sale document, must be that he already received his payment for the loan. And that's why he's making a new per- he's just making a new sale now. Right? It must be that he already received the payment. Because otherwise, if you only write the contract after the money is paid, let him keep this money for the loan and don't go ahead and sell him the land. So there the Chachamim are gonna be moded to Admon, right? Machlokas is only in a case. Kishahai when they're in a place a coast when they write first the sale contract for this land, the Achak, and then afterwards the buyer would go ahead and pay for the land. Then Admon's gonna say that the Malve should have gave a moda, a notification in front of two witnesses, that he's not really selling him the field. He's only doing it in order to collateralize him, right? The Kivin Shlom Masar, and since he didn't give a hoda, a notification to witnesses, the Lova's got the right claim. 
Whereas the Chacham will say that no. The Chacham will say, Chavra, Chavra, Isla, your friend's got a friend, and his friend has a friend. Meaning, the lender was concerned that if he was to give a moda, a notification to witnesses of what his plan really is, maybe it'll eventually reach to the ears of the borrower of the lova, and they'll never want to buy the field. And the, the whole lender, aka seller's plan, will just go down the tubes. Therefore, the Mava didn't give a moda, right? But not to his detriment, not that he's going to, not that he, he doesn't have a, a rightful claim now. So the Chum will say that, no, you know what, the lender didn't give the moda. He didn't give the moda, right? Because he didn't want to let the borrower himself to find out what he's doing. The borrower will never pay for the field. That's why he didn't give the moda. But the, the taina will be with the lender. That when the lender wrote a sale contract first, and then the borrower paid for the property afterwards, he was only doing it to collateralize him. And therefore, he should still have his claim to collect money from the borrower. And that's why the humble argue on Anmon in this particular case. And that's going to be it for Mishnah Ches. We'll hold it over here for today.